0: Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, here to discuss all things English Premier League. And of course, it's been quite the story so far. We've seen just two teams claim maximum points from the opening two games. Of course, those two teams being uh, the two best teams in the land, in Arsenal and Manchester City. And then wow. we've got a, a big fixture to discuss this weekend be- between two Sort of forgotten giant, uh, giants, uh, one's a forgotten giant and one we're just trying to forget. That's being Manchester United and Liverpool. And here to discuss all things Premier League with me is, of course, Don, Mr. valuevia who knows all about
1: that fixture, as well as uh, Chad Nagel Chance, how's
0: it, well, how's what's it going?
1: Happening? How's it going? Um, shaky start to the Premier League. I, don't, I didn't know that the two best teams in the land in your intro, you say Arsenal and City, but yeah, I like the confidence. That's a awesome. wise That's man. every
2: really Arsenal awesome <laughs> fan for you. They're
0: getting carried away. They're
1: a wise ca- man.
2: Getting
0: carried away from pre-season. <laughs> a wise man once said, "The table never lies." So there's your there's your story. Uh, Chad, opening weekend. Um, about in fact, not opening weekend. Opening fixture of the weekend uh, sees Tottenham Hotspur, who did everything they could to get a point, and. I don't know whether it was deserved or not. Maybe you can tell us more. They host Wolves in the opening game on uh, Saturday.
2: Yeah, so it wasn't deserved. Uh, clearly, I think um, even I, I think both goals that they scored were questionable. I'm happy to uh, look past the first one, um, but that last goal from Harry Kane to him to get up and poor defending from Chelsea's part. But at the same time, yeah, VAR, uh, the referee Anthony Taylor, he just. He destroyed Chelsea once again. The the VAR the VAR uh, officials were supposed to send uh, Romero off for pulling Kukureya's uh, hair, so that goal shouldn't have stood. But credit to Spurs, Chelsea should have been out of sight anyway before uh, that before that opportunity even came in in the last uh, minute of the game. But Spurs, they as expected, we've seen a lot of fights from. Uh, Antonio Conte's uh, team. Too much fights, actually. A lot of fights. Um, Richarlison's <laughs> back in the side now. After... Conte's on the bench.
1: Well, it's off the bench. Not on the you bench. Won't, you won't be on the bench. So you'll yeah. be on the sidelines.
2: Side so I, Spurs, obviously, playing at home. Uh, they'll be confident. They, there's a lot of, I uh, was saying, last week on the podcast, there's a lot of hype about them. Um, there's a lot of um, swagger about the way they... Uh, uh, the, 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 about the way they're going about their transfer business uh, I think they've brought in I think they've spent the most or they've just added the most signings and
0: um, I think Chelsea have actually spent the most well not so yet but I think Nottingham, Forest. Well. Nottingham Forest Nottingham Forest, Nottingham Forest most.
1: Million. yeah most 15 transfers Nottingham Forest That's crazy yeah. yeah
2: well Wolves are a good team um, I expect them to they're not going to be pushovers they won't um, they won't uh, Spurs aren't going to walk over them but I do think Spurs have enough quality to go to to get the job done in front of their home support mm,
0: I, sh- sh- you know it just made me think I should actually double check it because I last saw when Chelsea signed Cucurella it, it was 63 million plus and Koulibaly and uh, Sterling which I think surpassed um, Arsenal who were the biggest spenders at the time so I think obviously the Chelsea
2: well, we, we're gonna spend spin, more yeah, yeah. well
1: yeah, United
2: as well, by the way. They've linked with everyone. But yeah. well, Chelsea are Except the candy the shop.
1: Yeah. So for me, it's, a, it's an easy game. Um, I'm going to Spurs minus one at even money. I think that that's probably the, the best bet of the weekend for me. Um, yeah, home team, too strong for Wolves. I can't see anything else. Um, if Spurs win 1-0, it'll be a, a, an upset for me. I'm um, I'm going on a big score. I think Son has to start hitting this, the, the straps. Um, Kane, obviously, yes, we spoke about the goal from last week, but yeah, he he he's a confident um, he's a confident striker, and especially at 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 the at the stadium, um, their home they the yeah. stadium, yeah. So okay. they, the White Hart Lane, they'll they'll obviously come out and 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 come guns blazing.
0: Mm, and Harry Kane scores in August, uh, well, where that's supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I'm not going to dwell so much on this fixture. I just. Uh, Don you always say just be careful of the early fixture I feel like this one has all the makings of an upset Wolves won't lose their identity against a big team they, they love to spoil the party and I think we saw Pesuma celebrations after the, draw, after the 2-2 win actually oh, was against um, Chelsea so I feel like <laughs> now Wolves are all about spoiling the party but uh, yeah, speaking of spoiling the party, Crystal Palace are in action um, against Steven Gerrard's um, Aston Villa. Of course, Stephen Gerrard hoping to do what his former team couldn't do last week, and that's beats Crystal Palace. done.
1: yeah, no, for me, I think uh, Crystal Palace um, would take a lot of confidence of going to to Anfield and getting a result. Yes, they might feel a little bit uh, aggrieved that they couldn't get all three points at at Anfield, but having said that, um, I think. The Palace team should be a little bit too strong for me um, against the Aston Villa team that has been sluggish in some parts. Uh, so for me, I'm going to go for the home the home side when you at 15 to 10.
0: Chen?
2: Yeah, tough game, but you'd fancy Crystal Palace, especially at Salas Park. They're quality side, well coached. Patrick, Patrick Vieira was um, one of the best coaches of last season. And he's continued. He's uh, come to Anfield and he's, he's he, yes, okay. Um, the sending off obviously played into uh, Palace's favour in a, in a huge way, uh, which ultimately I think got them at least a point mm-hmm. from that game. But I do think that, um, you know, you're talking about, um, you were just saying about Wolves, about how they just approach, they stick to their game plan. Palace are the same. In fact, even more so. They are fearless. They uh they they fancy their chances and they have quality up front. Um sure, uh, Ize, they've got uh Elise, they've got uh Zahar. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. much so much quality in their team. And I think they're a good pick um uh, in 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 this in this round sets of games.
0: Big spenders, Nottingham Forest, who seem to be adding everyone to their squad. Uh, they travel to Everton, to Goodison Park. They make the ship up north to Merseyside, Chad. Yeah, it seems like it could be a good game. I feel like from the four o'clock kickoffs on Saturday, this this one does stand out as one of those Premier League teams, those, those cl- yeah. typical Premier League games.
2: I, I actually think that, um, you know, there's a good. There's a great opportunity for Nottingham Forest to to go out and 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 get a, and when I say get a positive result, I mean leave Goodison with all three points. I really think it's. Well, or they just just be
0: Ham. So.
2: I, I really think it's possible because this team have shown a lot of fight. They are we know the history that this club has. We know that they are just happy to be back in the big time. Uh, it's showing. They look like they're actually enjoying their football, um, and Everton are in. Or oh, in disarray, you know. There's a lot going on. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for Lampard, there's, um, you know, there's some players that are out injured. Um, uh, Calvert Lewin is out now. They're, they're one of their key players of last season, and and probably their only attacker right now that that's capable of hurting the, op- the opposition is uh, Anthony Gordon. He's headstunned by by move to Chelsea, uh, so you know you don't know how what's going to happen up until now from now till the end of the week so um i guess watch that space but i, I think everton there's just so much they've lost daily ali now um you know there's just a lot of things that are just that are just not going are going for frank lampard's side mm. and you even look at the the players they linked with it's just it looks like they are going to find themselves in another relegation battle this season. I would hope that isn't the case because Everton's are. Everton is an iconic club. You know, we want to, we want them to be. I certainly want Lampard to stay in, but it's not looking good for them. I think value bet of the week. I think Nottingham Forest.
1: Uh, if I, if Nottingham Forest beat Everton, I think the the writing's on the wall for for Frank Lampard um, purely because everybody's tipped. Not even for us to go down. Um, yes, they played fantastically against um, West Ham last weekend. Uh, for me, the players of the the, the the men of the of the match in in that game was Nico Williams um, playing at right back and Dean Henderson as the goalkeeper. Mm. And I'm reminded that Dean Henderson, when he played at Sheffield, when Sheffield mm-hmm. United, um, he he just had a, it was a brick wall. Um, and maybe me United were with the wrong people, um, sent the wrong goalkeeper out on loan. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Everton, um, Nottingham Forest. I've actually gone on both teams to score at 9 to 10. I think it will be one of those Premier League games where it'll be exciting and it will be um, a game that you'd want to watch as a neutral. Um, yeah, But I, I think if Everton don't get a positive result here and a positive result would be the win, um, I think the writing's on the wall for Frank Lampard. I just can't
0: wait to speak about David Hey, of course, just now when we're discussing Manchester United. But yeah, um, one team who did manage to discuss it uh, spits out Manchester United last week was Brentford. And they faced the Fulham side who also, you know, have had their positive uh, talking points this season, of course, didn't go according to plan with Mitrovic missing that penalty last week. But they did get a draw against Anfield in the opening weekend. All the confidence in the world is with Brentford right now, Don. After smashing Manchester United 4-0, they have to look for maximum points here.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think I'm all I'm all over Brentford um, purely because of the performance that they did last weekend. 4-0 against the Laplace um, United side. Um, they stayed to their game um, and, and Thomas Frank has been unbelievable in, in, in putting that side together. Um, they just play an expansive brand of football, um, you didn't, they soaked up a lot of pressure um, for for large parts of that game, mm. um, but still managed to, to to hit the teams and and hit them on the break. Um, and I think being the London derby, they'll fancy their chances here. Um, and I think at nineteen to ten, it's it's full value to get involved in the Brentford game.
0: Mm, unbeaten start for both teams. Chad.
2: Yeah, I think um, like Don, um, you know, I fancy Brentford, quality team, and they've just added Mikael squad in their side. What a player! Yeah. Um, I just think the safest bet here is both teams to score. And I think you have to give Fulham some kind of respect. Mm -hmm. Normally, I wouldn't. Normally, I I tend to favour the not just the Premier League teams against promoted sides, but the, let, let me say the established, stable Premier League teams against promoted sides. But Fulham have impressed me. I mm-hmm. did
0: not give them uh, any chance against Liverpool, but they were impressive. Not even against Wolves. Actually, they went to Wolves and yeah. were actually unlucky not to win. Yeah. So, so both
1: teams th- scored seven to ten. Might be one that you add into all multiples. Yeah, yeah, hopefully,
0: Mitrovic scores uh, his penalty this week.
2: I, I think yeah. I'm going to do that. In fact, I think both teams to score is safest bet. I think if you do want to pick a winner or, or, or maybe look for some, uh, uh, or, or just to be
0: safer, uh, I think double chance Brentford hmm. and both oh. teams to score. Yeah, Leicester against Southampton in the final um, game at four o'clock. Of course, Leicester coming off the back of that four-two defeat at Arsenal, and then Southampton, uh, there's just been question marks all over the chat. It's, it's not... Or Don, whoever wants to, to go first. Well, well, we're talking about... You know, we just spoke about Everton. We said
2: how they are in a struggle and um, possibly will be battling relegation this season. I look at these two teams and I'm thinking possibly the same thing mm. uh, for, for both. I, obviously, I do not expect Leicester City to get relegated. I do think they have so much quality. And I think we do tend to make a mistake sometimes and we, we tend to write them off, but you know, going by what we've seen uh, and also by what we reading in the, in, in the, in the media, you look at, they're likely to lose for Fana. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's a big player. Uh, they still talk about, um, uh, Yuri uh, Tielemann's Uri, Uri future hasn't been resolved as yet. And I, I don't see any players linked with, with Leicester City. Um, There's
0: been no talk of a goalkeeper. There's still Madison, who New,
2: Newcastle have their eye on. You, you know, it's uh, Jamie Vardy, I said a couple of weeks back, he's 35 years old now. It's just, it's, it's not looking good for Leicester, but they do have enough quality to see of Southampton. Southampton are going to be fighting for the relegation. Uh, play, fighting to avoid the drop, and I think Leicester City. And I, they don't give me all that confidence, but I think at home against Southampton, I think they are. They should should be should be
1: a, a good bet. No, I'm totally opposite on this. I, I think there's big, big problems at Leicester City. Mm, you've I, actually been vocal about it for and the and two saying, weeks. Yeah. And I've been saying this for, for a while. For
2: But Southampton though, did they give you any confidence? I don't, yes. Is so it about Southampton? It's not about Southampton yeah.
1: for me. I think it's, it's, it's more about how poor and what's going on in Leicester. And I think there's big, big problems at Leicester um, right now. So um, I, Leicester don't give me any confidence. And I think that that's where the value comes in is that this is the time to play them. Um, while there's trouble in the camps, they're losing players. They're losing key players. They're not. They're not linked with any any single player. Um, and I think uh, Ralph Hudson will will obviously look at this and and he really shit um, and probably want to play um, Leicester City now. So the double chance for for Southampton is is my safe bet for for me. Um, but I'm but I'm looking at if you want to be aggressive, go for the Southampton win. Um, and that will be a 31-10. 30,
0: Mr. Value living up to his name, of course, uh, Southampton being surprised. Outsiders for this fixture. Don Bournemouth, who conceded four last weekend, face Arsenal, who scored four. Uh, title chasing Arsenal to some. Of course, that, that was off air, but... <laughs>
1: well, Bournemouth conceded another four this weekend. Um, I think, mm. for me, Arsenal are just on fire. Um, we, we've said it a couple of times. For... For me, this is gonna be the team that makes the top four. Um, just the way that they've set up, the way that they're playing. Gabriel Jesus looks like a brand new player. Um, even though he's played in the Premier League, um he the team fits him, um and he's playing for the jersey. Um Gabriel as well, um Martinelli, uh, mm-hmm. he's he's been he's been fantastic in, in in the midfield and I'm not I don't want it to Keep praising Arsenal because that's your job. Um, so for me, I think I think Arsenal under the handicap for me is 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 a safe bet. Um, yeah, at twenty-one to twenty, add to, add to all multiples. Arsenal minus one. Well, you, and you can't that,
0: praise Liverpool, so you minus well. <laughs> and you say that's my job. I wouldn't even dwell so much on this fixture. I'm just gonna press the little MPL uh, tab on on Hollywood bets and just include it in my multiples. It's it's simple as that. I I don't think there's any case uh, maybe Chad uh, feels differently but I don't think there's any case for Bournemouth yeah I feel like Arsenal are playing some of the best football they've played uh post finger some of the best football we're seeing in the league at the moment and yeah I said I wasn't going to dwell so much on it but this team can go very very far in the the Premier League and European competition at the end as well yeah, and I uh, expect them uh, to make easy pickings of this Bournemouth side. Uh,
2: pick the cherries apart. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think Arsenal are bet to
0: include in all, in all multiples this weekend. Put that in a cocktail and shake it up. Yeah. Um, Sunday, we see the first of three fixtures, Leeds against Chelsea. Chad, it's it's uh, quite the rivalry this one, but yeah, one it's sided. not going to be easy. Yeah.
1: Will he shake his hand? <laughs>
0: Or will he be there? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not there at the moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, you know, in 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 the SBN, uh this week, the bit of the week, I've said Chelsea to beat Leeds United, mm. uh, because they these two teams are just in, you know, in two different places. I think Leeds, obviously, after losing Calvin Phillips and Rafinha, their two best players last season. They've now. I I think they will now find themselves fighting uh, a really Find themselves dragged to a relegation battle. Look, a lot can happen in the in the transfer window, but currently at the time of recording, um, you know they just don't give me much confidence this season. Mm. Um, Chelsea on the other hand, they were superb. They were absolutely excellent against Tottenham. I, I was. I thoroughly, I must be honest as a Chelsea supporter. I thoroughly enjoyed that game, but I must be honest also in saying that I expected it. Uh, mm. Like last week, you remember, I tipped Chelsea to win, and we are unlucky not to win. But I, I, I expected that performance because I know what, I know. Like you don't look too, too much into preseason. Uh, you know, you don't. No one counts preseason results. So, I think. There's, uh, there's a clear vision, uh, uh, clear. There's a clear picture uh, that's unfolding at Chelsea, and I think there's some changes coming in. But we look at the quality that's come in, every. All three of our signings have been outstanding. Uh, Mark Kukurea, uh, fantastic. Um, Arguably better than Ben Chilwell now. And and probably looks like he's making the left-back his own position, arguably. Uh, And then you've got Raheem Sterling. You've got Kaludu Koulibaly who impressed uh, uh, so far and even scored in his first home game. So, you know, there's there's all this going for you. Chelsea, obviously, is still looking to add uh, uh, possibly uh, the likes of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. So, uh, and, and, and possibly the young as well, there's a, there's a lot of quality that's still to come uh, before the window shuts. So in terms of this game, Chelsea win this game easily, I, I expect that. And in terms of the season, I think um, this, like you said with, with Arsenal, I think Chelsea also, depending on how they, their business goes, they can also go quite high again.
1: Now for me, I to look for value for this game and I've gone for Chelsea um, to win, win to nil, so Chelsea on the clean sheet, um sixteen to ten.
0: That would mean that they shut out the league top goal scoring Rodrigo who's got three goals to his name.
1: Shuts out. I think Koulibaly for me is gonna he's starting to find his traps. Um and him and Silva are are gonna solidify that defense. Um and then if you get past Koulibaly, you've got to get past Bendy. Um mm. and I think defensively um Chelsea are, are gonna be sound. Um they, they kept they kept a, an attacking Spurs team quiet for for some periods of, of, of that game.
0: Well, as I still feel like there's just value over here. I think Rodrigo at 3 to one is not an any-time goal scorer. I do think Chelsea will win this fixture. It's, it's just a, a case of finding value and just hoping one person scores in the match as opposed to the four or five options that Chelsea do have. But uh, yes, at the same time, I'm sure not many attention will be drawn to this fixture as West Ham against Brighton. Brighton of course starts the season off well beating Manchester United. Uh they've traveled to the London stadium now to face West Ham. Don Yeah no.
1: Uh as much as that the first the first game of the fixture um first game of the weekend was was good for Brighton. I think um I feel sorry for Brighton in the, in the, in this fixture because the backlash that West Ham are going to give them is going to be a quite quite a rough one. Um I think for me I'm all over West Ham. Um mm-hmm. I think that this uh Purely because of of how they couldn't get past or finish off um, not first, um, and so David Moyes is going to he's going to want a, um, a positive result and a positive um, answer from from his team, um, and I actually feel sorry for Brighton, but West waste for me on the straight win. I think is more than enough value.
0: Don is getting that hashtag. Play for Brighton.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know, you know. Um, I look, West Ham obviously. David Moyes will want a response after that defeat against Nottingham Forest. But uh, you know, when I think of like solid Premier League teams that show fight and hunger and passion, and and Brentford comes to mind, but also Brighton uh, mm. and they're a good footballing side as well. I think I think they they are they are a nightmare to play against. I think even the top teams don't enjoy playing against Brighton.
1: But when they play when, when they play at the Amex, <coughs> I think when they play at home they've they they, they set up a, a little bit differently. Um, and I think travelling to the London stadium the noise is gonna be cool. Um I think Bowen's gonna play well. Um Antonio needs to start hitting the straps. Well
2: um, not necessarily they went to Old Trafford and they won. So like home and away Brighton are just a force and I think I actually think that they will at least Kind of points in this game. I think I'll back the draw. Yeah, I don't think this is a game. If I must be honest, I think this is a game to steer clear of. But I do think, in terms of a result, Brighton can they can avoid defeat.
0: Yeah, mm. two big derbies to talk about left um, for the weekend. Of course, we've got the derby on Monday night between the well, biggest rivalry in, in England. Of course, Manchester United and Liverpool. But before that, we've got the Cashico. Yeah, El-Cashico. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for this one. Newcastle against Manchester City, Chad. It's two teams who can afford to buy us um, a, a billion times each. Um, they face uh, face off in Sunday's final fixture.
2: Yeah, this is one that I am really looking forward to. I mean, apart from the obvious uh, uh, humding on Monday, uh, this is this is one game that I can't wait to watch. Uh, Newcastle are. Solid, they fantastic side, well coached, top manager, top team, top talent, uh, just top quality on the whole. And Manchester City are, you know, we know all about Manchester City. I think, uh, obviously, looking uh, more lethal in in attack with the acquisition of Erling Haaland, but there's a lot of places in the squad where I felt like they've let go of just too much quality. That's in terms of their um, of their season, but then. At the same time, it is five subs rule, so you you do have you do need a big squad. There's just there's also speculation surrounding Bernardo Silva, uh, him, uh, 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 speculation of him rep- uh, possibly moving to Barcelona. So you know it's you know there's a lot that can happen now. I don't know if his head's turned, um, but I do think that Newcastle with the with the oh, Saint no. James faithful behind oh, them.
0: Oh no! Oh no! Oh
1: no! <laughs> <laughs> no. What's happening?
2: <laughs> Newcastle with the Saint J- Saint James faithful behind them are capable of putting a real showing against this uh force that is Manchester City I think we look at upsets i mean we've been we've seen an upset so far in every uh, since the start of the new Premier League season every week i think if we are going to see one um oh no in in, in this in this round of oh, matches God. i think it could be this game i do think that uh, Newcastle could and a draw uh, take a point off City. I, I I mean unless we all expecting City to win every single game this this season,
1: not
0: the most unlikely thing. But now I think City, Man City win this for me by by three.
1: Man City at away win at four to ten is probably the best bet. Of the weekend,
0: that's a tap in from think, the bookmakers. Yeah, the bookmakers yeah. have said yes, it's happening. Yeah,
1: so they've literally just given given us. A, a uh,
2: that's the obvious one. Uh, if we're looking, I'm saying, if we're looking for an upset, uh, like we have seen, I mean, did we expect Fulham Man. to? Did we expect Fulham to beat uh, to 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 earn a point against uh, Liverpool uh, at Anfield? Okay. Well, did, did did we expect um, uh, Brighton to beat Manchester United at Old Trafford? Liden. Did we expect these things? I'm saying, uh, yes. The obvious thing is the Manchester City win, but I'm saying if we're looking at trying to find a potential upset, I'm looking at this fixture based on what Newcastle are capable of, and we saw that last season, and it's been continuity. Uh, I think it's, I don't. I don't think it's so far-fetched.
0: I'll wear Liverpool jersey if Manchester City don't win.
1: Okay. Okay. We got that recorded. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Man- for me, Man City Man City comfortably win this game. Um yes, we we the hype is around Haaland, um, and every person's put him into his fantasy league team. Man City still won the game 4 0 and Haaland had five touches. You're thinking touches. of Alexander Arnold, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> yeah, Haaland had like five touches. He he assisted once and he didn't hit the back of the net. So which proves that the gold threats can come from anywhere at City. City can turn the, turn it up if they want to and turn into a different gear and put the turbo booster on and can hurt you. Um, so for me, if City win 1-0, that is probably being respectable. Um, and uh,
0: I'd, I'd, I'd give Newcastle a pat on the back for that.
1: Yeah. At, at 1-0, I would, I would give Newcastle a pat on the back. Um, I don't think it, it's one-way traffic for me. And at 4-10... You don't have to even look for bigger value.
0: Yeah, I just feel like Manchester City, uh, Chad mentioned Bernardo Silva, who could be on his way out. Ilkay Gundogan, Gundogan has just been named club captain and last week he put in a better performance than
1: Kevin De Bruyne. So and Kevin De Bruyne played well. And he Full did. Phil Foden played well. Yeah. Um, you, Jack you, really stood in starts. Do they still miss Raheem Sterling? I thought they were going miss... The numbers.
0: Sterling or Jesus. Yeah, Jesus I, and Sterling about doing well at their new clubs, but... but they exactly. don't miss him at all. Sinchenko as well, not missed. Thanks. Cancelo's the best left back in so, the league. So having so.
1: said that, I mean, and Cancelo's playing phenomenal. Mm. Um, so yes, I, I I get I get what what Chad's saying in terms of they've lost quality players and I'm I do not take anything away from that statement. <coughs> but City for me have just got the biggest squad with the most talent. Um Manchester City C team could probably come out. No,
2: that's what we normally say last that's that's what we would have said last season. I'm saying we don't say we don't say that this season. Yeah. And and if you say that, then you must name the C team okay. and name the B team that, that can take costs. <laughs> no, but honestly, like take how we say, like how we normally say Manchester City uh can field out two teams. Can their B team win the league this season? No.
1: No but our, the no, A team will. The A team will.
2: Yeah, but, but that's but but that's the point. for For how long have we said the first team uh, can put out a second team as well? Mm-hmm. Th- that's what. That's my point. They are not uh, as so strong like how.
0: I'd, I'd say they. They. I do agree that they have lost quality. They have lost so much quality. But I don't feel like they'll feel it. Three games in. Yeah, but I feel the, like this is something that was them around Leagues, December. Yeah. yeah, when Champions um, League
1: starts kicking in. When they, they We're yeah,
2: they, yeah. like gonna call Mendy out of jail.
1: And then, and then, wow. then we have to discuss. Okay, ooh, maybe, maybe City are there for the taking. But right now they're going to hit their straps and they have hit their straps. They're running, they're running at full pace. I think, Don, what
0: you and I need to see first um, is a team beat Manchester City and then we'll realise that, oh, wait, it can be done. And just a reminder that, to say that you, you're not as great as you are. But for now, I feel like...
1: Manchester City, Man City's lost three results against, against Newcastle. 5-0, 4-0, 4-3.
0: And funny you say that because I remember this being Aguero's favourite fixture. Yeah. Yeah, I think he once scored five in this game. So his replacement should also get the back, yeah. find the back of the nature.
1: So, yeah, so I'm, for, for me, I'm, the last time they went to the um, the Drawley Stadium, 4 0.
0: It's crazy. I can't wait for this yeah. weekend. It's going to be interesting. Hopefully, uh, Leeds and Chelsea produce all the fireworks before that. But yeah, after that, we've got uh, the biggest rivalry in. in Probably, well, football, I don't know if this is bigger than the classical, but growing up, this is always a fixture that I felt fairly close to me because I always had Man United friends, and the Liverpool guys were also just somewhere around in the corners. But uh, this game has all the makings of a humdinger. It's two teams who are winless so far. Don said, uh, you know, before we, we jumped on this podcast, he's like, is this really the biggest game of the weekend? But yeah, the two teams who are winless, well, you know, they... This is the headline fiction. That's just the way it is. That's how the Premier League works. Chad, <laughs> Manchester United lost their opening two games. Liverpool drawn their opening two games.
2: Yeah. I, I did not expect to that both of these sides will be searching for their first victory in Game Week 3. And, and, but,
0: and, and that is just the Premier League for you. And completely going into Game Week 4, it could be none of them yeah. with their first victory. That's crazy. Uh,
2: it, it's crazy. Um, and, you know, I think of the two teams, I think we can clearly look at one and and, and kind of sympathise. Uh, even, like, no. you know, banter aside.
1: No, you no, sympathise with me, okay? That's fine, <laughs> because we have got injuries. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm
1: grateful for I'm this. I would, I would actually hope he's talking about <laughs> I, Liverpool. I'm actually talking yeah. about
2: Manchester United. No, wow. I, I think, uh, you know... I, sympathise for I, I, yourself. I, no, I honestly think, now, banter aside, um, I, I don't think any fan deserves that. Uh, I don't think any fan deserves but like what they. If there was one set of fans club, that
1: deserved this, Man United. 100%. Okay, 100%. Uh,
2: well, sentiment aside, then I I just look. Liverpool should win this game. I mean, it's, it's another tap in from the bookmakers. Uh, it's that clear. It's that clear to call. Uh, Manchester United clearly have problems. Um, uh, they have there's all kinds of problems. Um, yes, and, and now there's a lot of shocking things. You said you couldn't wait to talk about De Gea. It might not even be De Gea in goal because they linked with Asmir Begovic. Can you believe it? Um, oh, wow. At this time. Uh, there's Casemiro who who, who they trying to look at after the Rabiot deal collapsed. The, the, it's, they've also looked at Aubameyang. they like all over the show. They're looking at any, like you can just see there's no direction. It's just, this is panic buying now on, on, on another level because all these players that weren't even thought of before are now all of a sudden Manchester United in talks with. So the club is not not in a good place. They're in disarray. Uh, performance-wise, they're shambolic. Uh, it looks like they have no identity with uh, the manager. Um, Liverpool, on the other hand, I think you can look at their results and be like, yes, they should have won, but this is still a quality team. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can expect them to... You can expect them to win. And I say win comfortably uh, with all due respect to United, even though the games at Old Trafford-Brighton won comfortably, I think.
0: You know what's the difference between uh, these two teams and going into this fixture is that both are winless, um, both not with luck on their side and both teams with plenty of positives to look forward to. But Manchester United in their two games didn't fight at all. Against Brighton, they were terrible. No fight, no character, no class. Against Brentford, no fight, no character, no class. Liverpool, against Fulham and against Crystal Palace, fought until the very end and fought, whether it was being a headbutt or whether it was, you know, a last gasp goal or whatever it is, just, you saw Liverpool and Liverpool never ever became, you know, anything less throughout the the 90 minutes in in both draws And, and I feel like that's some encouragement going into this fixture. I just feel like Liverpool will, I've seen Liverpool pounce on so many teams as failures before, where, you know, Arsenal have, you know, just been going through the most and then they face Liverpool and then Liverpool just say, nope, you're not going through. I'm going to show you something. And then they could just give us a four or whatever. So Manchester United conceded four last week. I feel like they could concede five this week. It's, it's it's hashtag pray for Red devils.
1: <laughs> no. I don't think it's I think yes there might be trouble in the camp. Um but with the owners coming out and trying to um put the funding out there and this is why they're linked with everybody, um and and their dogs. Um I think the players the fans want the the team uh, well they want the owners out. Um and they've been very vocal about getting the glaciers out. Um and I think that's where the that's where the the discord is coming in. Um, last week on this podcast, um, the the brothers came out and said that the the coaching hasn't started at, um, well, at Jesse United. Said that. And you you that. I, 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 I stand I okay. stand by that. <laughs> so, um, no, And and having said that, I'm reminded that this is still Manchester United. You cannot write this them is off. Manchester United. You cannot write them off. I'm oh, I'm God. telling you this. Right now. Um, you,
2: you obviously, look, being winless in uh, your first two games, surely you look in at Man United and you're confident. Plus, Nunez isn't playing so this weekend.
1: Nunez is not playing. So you we, must be confident. Yet again, there's midfield woes in, 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 in Liverpool. Um, you've seen how we've missed Thiago. Um, so team selection is going to be critical for me. It um, is It is Monday night. Under the lights at Old Trafford. Bobby's
2: back in training.
1: Yeah, so that is positive. Um, if Bobby starts for me, I'm, I'm quite happy on that on on, on that side. Um, but it's going to be it's not going to be a one-sided affair. Is is what I'm trying to say. But I'm looking at obviously going with the away team to to take all three points. Don't say that way. Oh. Say my team. Say my team <laughs> of winning this fixture. Yes, for me, you know, Liverpool will win this game. Um, <laughs> But I, I am feeling sorry. Don't say
0: Liverpool. Say mine. <laughs> I, am, I am feeling sorry for,
1: for the possible play. Like, but Salah hasn't come and started. Um, Salah needs this fixture. Yeah, so Salah needs this fixture to <coughs> start hitting the ground and start running. <laughs> there we and go. He, if this fixture. Yeah, so if Salah scores a hat-trick here, then, then for me, then we, sure. then we start it. Then the league starts for, for Liverpool. Are
2: expecting Salah to score a hat-trick? Well, he did I last am, season
1: at this so. fixture. At Old toilet. Um. So for me... I'm back in, I'm back in Liverpool to win. Um, and it makes my, my quad for the weekend. Um, well, including the Monday, Monday nights. I've actually gone for the top four teams, um, to, to win. They all play no way. So Arsenal to win, Chelsea to win. Man City to win, Liverpool to win at 4-1. to one, I think that that's a massive value bet.
0: And there's your top four prediction. Uh, Don, I love how you went from this is Man United, this is a big game. Can't wait for Salah to score a hat-trick. Here's my quad. <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it promises to be a cracking uh, weekend, of course, including the Monday Pitty night. it's
1: Monday, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, feel, I, I, feel was, like I was flabbergasted when I saw the fixture result. Um, I mean, generally, this is... So we iconically, then. yeah, weekend, um Sunday, Sunday early kickoff, um, <clears throat> or 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 the the late fixture on the Saturday evening, yeah. uh, to play it on a Monday, um, yeah, Sky Sports had definitely had something, <coughs> some involvement there.
0: Yeah, um, I think they've also joined on that, jumped on that bandwagon. Hashtag pray for Red Devils. It's it's going to be one of those Monday nights. I feel like
1: well, it's the only time that the, uh, that Man United will play so late um, because when even when they go to Europe, they're going to be playing <laughs> at, <laughs> at five <four> o'clock. o'clock. <laughs> at five o'clock, so they, they need to obviously hit the lights to actually work at at United.
0: Gentlemen, it could it a be plan, a successful so. weekend for all our teams. I just see Arsenal plays Bournemouth, Chelsea face Leeds, and Liverpool have the easiest fixture of them all. Of course, they <laughs> face Manchester United. So, gentlemen, it should be, uh, should be should see happy faces next week. So, uh, I think let's leave it at that until next week. Cheers. Cheers.